uh, can take us out of our our element, our joy, if we allow it to. And so sometimes we have to resist being tired and not so to being tired. We can't wake up every morning and start uh, start sowing seed on when you can lay back down. Because fatigue can take you out of being advantage. If you're dealing with anything more energetic than you, <laughs> you know you need your energy. So we're going to talk about just sticking with God. Advantage God. Advantage God. When Mr. Scotty and I get together and play ping pong like we're never going to get to play again. There's never four or five. It's never just ten. It's twenty, thirty games, and and Fred has seen us. It is a. It's 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 war. It's friendly war. And we're not chewing each other out and make fun of each other. But at a point when it gets deuces, and the other person scores, we go advantage. And I'm thinking about that. That you know, when we stick with God, we got the advantage. When we get outside of God, we got the disadvantage. Number one. You're disadvantaged. You're less than the person who never knew God because you've known and you reject the knowledge that you have. So it creates a death. So we want to stick with God. Mistreatment is a starting place for winning. If you've ever been mistreated, that's your starting place to win. If you've ever been mistreated, there ain't a person in this room who haven't been mistreated at least once. And if you've never been mistreated, let's go outside. We'll take care of that right away to get you on schedule. And really, we've been hearing a lot about Jacob, and, and Jacob, as before I get ready to read these scriptures to you, Jacob, who wanted to marry uh, Rachel, had to go work for his uncle. His uncle says, work for me seven years. You can have Rachel. He works for him seven years, and he gives him the older daughter, which was Leah. And y'all know, we talked about Leah's eyes being tender. And she wasn't the pretty one. But the way Laban, you think about Leah, no, her daddy had to trick somebody to take her. How did she must have felt? So anyway, then he has to work another seven years, and he got finally got Rachel. So 14 years he worked to get his wife. Oh, and by the way, he was a trickster himself. He stole his brother's birthright. So as a man soweth, <laughs> so you know, may not happen, may not catch you then, but it will catch you later. And so he's going through all these things. This uncle was as sneaky as he was. So he tells him, he says, look, you know, I've been working for you all these years. I want to set up payment. And the payment was going to be to give him cattle. And they had all their cattle mixed together. But some of the cattle didn't look good. And some of the cattle didn't look right. Some of the cattle looked a little strange. They were like ugly cattle is what they were. They weren't the pretty white ones. They weren't the pretty, pretty cattle. It was just the one they had speckles and they look spotted. So he says, I'll take those. I'll take the ones you don't want. I'll take those. Because I've already been with the daughter that you didn't want, and she was able to produce a child that the one that I thought I did want couldn't do. Right? She was able to have a baby because she didn't look good on the outside, but she had what was needed on the inside. And a lot of people who look good on the outside don't have what it takes on the inside. You can dress up the outside and be ugly on the inside. You can wear it. We can walk with the Bible but never know a scripture. And so there she was. So he said, I know about taking ugly in your eyes and knowing that God's going to produce with it. In Genesis chapter 30, verse 35, as he told him about the deal that Laban had agreed to, this is, and I'm starting it, but that day Laban 
removed the male goats that had stripes or spots and all the females that were speckled and spotted or which had white on them. And you know, without a male and without a female, you can't get no other males and females. He stole them. He set up a way they couldn't grow. He put his sons in charge of them. And then, because he was supposed to wait before he did this, and then he went away from Jacob with his flock as far as he could travel. He took the ones he told Jacob he could have. He took them and traveled three days away. Jacob took care of the rest of Laban's flock. And that's the message all in itself. Even when you mistreat it, still do your job. Still do what you agreed to do. Right? Two wrongs don't make a right. Okay? And he went away. Jacob got green branches of poplar, almond, and plane trees, and plane trees, and striped off some of the bark so that the branches had white stripes on them. So he had to make his own stripes. And God will give you wisdom to do what you need to do. Okay? He placed the, now remember, there's no male and female to make more spotted. This is all he's got. He placed the branches in front of the flock which Laban had left him the pretty ones because he said, you'll know if I got one of your good ones. If you know if I got one of yours, you'll know I stole it. So he placed these branches in front of the flocks at their drinking troughs. He put them there because the animals made it when they came to drink. So when the goats bred in front of the branches, they produced young that were streaked, speckled, and spotted. Jacob kept the sheep separated from the goats and made them face in the direction of the streaked and black and black animals of Laban's flock. In this way, he built up his own flock and kept it apart from Laban's. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that we understand that when we are at a disadvantage by man, we're at an advantage with God. That man may take away every opportunity for us to grow and increase and walk in abundance. It may have given away the promotion, but God says, it's okay. They were never your source. They were never your promoter. I'm your promoter. I'm the rewarder of those who diligently seek me. And when they take everything from you and deliberately mistreat you, know that I'm going to deliberately bless you. Father, we just want to receive your word tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you've ever been at a place where you've been mistreated or, or looked over or passed over or not done right, man, you know you're thinking like, I'm going to do them like they did me. But what does the verse say? Do unto others as you would as you would like for them to do unto you or as you would have for them to do Not do to them what they did to you. Many people do to God what they feel like God did to them. If they didn't get something from God, they won't give something to God. Right? And they'll start doing to God what they think God is doing to them. Maybe what God is withholding is something you can't handle. So he has to go get you in there. So Jacob was completely taken advantage of by his uncle for 14 years. I told you all about that. And once again for payment so he could move away with his family. So not only did Laban, not only did he rob him for 14 years, but he was going to set him up so he's going to make him broke where he can't leave. Ever felt like someone strapped you and took away all the money so you can't do anything with it either. And God says, okay, you're going to make these sticks work for you. Whatever's not speckled and spotted around you, I'm going to put it in front of you. I'm going to show you how to make it. So when they see what you've made through my wisdom, they're going to produce. I don't want to make anything that doesn't have God on it. 
right? You don't want to be in a relationship that doesn't have God on it. You don't want to be around a job that doesn't have God on it. If God didn't call you to it, it's not going to bless. So Jacob requested that the animals that didn't look good on the outside, he had to give them. He requested what doesn't look good on the outside. I, I, would, I would say to you, not everything that's great is wrapped in a great box. It's not that good. And not only, not only that, the parts of you that you are ashamed of is the things that God is going to use to be a blessing. See, because those things won't get manipulated. Everybody will run away from it. What do we hide our, our good food behind? We hide it behind the stuff nobody wants. The green beans, you put them back there. Nobody wants leftover green beans. No, nobody eats two-day-old green beans. Nobody. They got they get that white stuff around them. They look old. Look like they got. They look sick. If you ever want to put a piece of pie somewhere, that's your spot. Put them back there. Nobody wants to go behind the ugly. But but God has said, it is in the place that nobody wants that where I'm going to produce my greatest blessing. I'm going to produce my miracle. And as greedy as Laban was, he removed the male and females, and he took them. God was with Jacob and gave him the wisdom to put branches in front of the animals he needed to increase. God is not going to increase the way man says you should increase. God is not going to retire us the way man say we need to retire. God has got a way to retire us his way, not man's way. A lot of us are thinking we're trying to build up the way the world builds up. God is not going to give us wisdom the way the world gets it. He's going to give you wisdom through your spirit, through the word of God. There were, during this time with the sixth graders today, I, during the speeches, so we have to, I do all these things from, from 8.30 to 11, gosh, actually to 12.10, I was speaking to them, and, and each and every time we'd do something and speak to them, I'd have to stop because teachers were taking notes. What did you say right there? Go back over there. I don't know if you remember this part. Tell me this part again say this part again and so what, what i was doing was using these types of parables about kids will mistreat each other because someone doesn't look right because someone is speckled and spotted I said but you got a whole speckled and spotted to teach speckled and spotted to grow sometimes we're so busy trying to look good this is that thing that i was so <laughs> annoyed by oprah remember bailing that the pretty criminal out Remember the brother that looked like a model, got him a modeling gig with the green eyes? He was, he was, in, he was in jail. He got locked up. She got him out because he looked so good. Y'all should, should Google that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Look, what do you think the ugly brothers in prison thinking like? Some hope. Because they ain't got green eyes. Good dude, let's do it. He's pretty. What does that say about society? We listen to one comedian say, we, 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 we're horrible about that. When things go bad, we say things are getting ugly. Don't <laughs> we say it? What do you do about What do you do with that stuff? What do kids hear all the time? I don't look a certain way. I say, man, bring me speckled, bring me spotted, because they're going to at least know how to do it rough. They're going to at least go through something. They're not going to be trying to protect something. I thought about that. Oprah ought to be ashamed of herself. There's some good criminals in there that, you know, I was one of them other brothers. She wouldn't have paid 
no modeling. Anyway, that was rude of her. If the world puts you at a disadvantage by keeping the best or giving it to someone else, don't worry. If you're teaching, teaching, they give you the ugly crayons, awesome. I remember we did a, I remember we did a deal for our uh, conference one year. We put big bags up there. We put a pretty bag up there, and, and we put a, a box, a regular box, and then we put this ugly, nasty, crumpled-up bag. But we put all the good stuff in the ugly bag, which they didn't know. In the box, we just put, like, one thing, and then this pretty bag, we put just trash in there. And they had to make a poster out of it. And we said, which bag you want? Everybody ran to that one, to this pretty one. And then what was left over, people grabbed a box. They wouldn't even take the ugly bag. And one little girl, she made the best poster because she had the best thing. Some of you may be, and I don't, not, I don't mean this physical ugly. Some of you may have some ugly where somebody didn't take you or something didn't take you or no one accepted you. But God is still going to do something great in you. God still wants to grow in you. So don't go and try to shape yourself like somebody else. Don't go and try to look like somebody else. Don't go and start reconstructing what God has put together so that someone will accept you. Don't do it. Don't do it. I've seen some of these little girls look like they were attacked by clowns. They sold so many colors on their face with the makeup. But God is saying just be you. Be you. There's, there's, there's things that people are going to love about you, and God made you a specific way for a specific reason. And as, as all those things, whoever doesn't want you, God will keep you. With God on your side, he will be your increase. Romans 8.31 is God is for us. Who can be against us? Okay? So let's continue with this Laban animal. And, and now Jacob takes over. And now God comes back in verse 31. In verse nine, uh, chapter 31, verse 9, he says, God has taken flocks away from your father. He's telling his girls. He's telling Leah and Rachel, we got to go because your dad don't like me like he used to like me. He's mistreating me. So he says, we got to move away. We got to get away. So he, he says, and he tells them why. He says, God has taken flock away from your father and given them to me. Now, we never read that God took his goats from Laban's flock and handed them to him. He says, God took the blessing I am and used it from blessing me because the one that I was been a blessing to was mistreating me. God will start to use you to bless you. Instead of you blessing others, especially those that mistreat you. By the way, you may as well leave someone that's mistreating you because you're never going to be able to bless them anyway. It's going to get blocked. So God shows him. He shows him. He says, we're going to leave your father. He's, he's given them to me. And, and your father's going to come back mad because all these speckled and spotted things that he never wanted is growing stronger than those other things he thought was the great ones. I don't know about you guys, but man, we have some, we have some beautiful looking relatives. All of our relatives look better than us. All of our relatives, our cousins were all big, muscular. They didn't even have to work out. They were just big, strong. Everybody was over six feet anyway but me, but, but they all look good. And all the relatives always talked about how good they look. And I remember we used to always be sitting there, and they'd never say anything about us, or if it was, it was something rude. You know, we were the, we were the you know, side kids. I didn't really care about my aunts anyway. They were drunk. I, who cares? Who cares what you think? I, you, know, they, they, you know, they wouldn't say it to my mom because my mom was a fighter. But but they would not give us, like, we go spend a night. We, we, we couldn't eat the good stuff. 
Now, we couldn't tell our mom because we don't want our mom to go to prison. But we remember that stuff. Remember, we remember all of that stuff. We remember all those things, not as a hateful way, because when all of her kids and, her, and the daughters got all pregnant and all the kids started getting on drugs, the little ugly kids were doing okay. Little ugly turned out to be all right. So don't ever start trying to make your kid look like somebody else. He's so polite. You don't know what he's like at home. Make your kid be your kid. Amen? During the breeding season, I had a dream, and I saw that the male goats that were mating were striped and spotted and speckled. The angel of God spoke to me in a dream and said, Jacob, yes, I answered. Look, he continued. This is so cool. All the male goats that are mating are striped, spotted, and speckled. I am, li listen, this is your verse. I am making this happen because I've seen all that Laban is doing to you. He's making it. He's blessing you because God saw who's mistreated you. He saw who thought they'd left you for dead. And here you come crawling out again. Walking dead isn't new. We've been doing that for years. Galatians 2.20 has been in our lives for years. It is powerful to obey God in the midst of being mistreated. Obey God while you're being mistreated. Don't become a thug because someone has been thuggish to you. Don't become angry because someone doesn't know how to love you. Release them so God can bless you. Imagine how many blessings are being withheld because we're turning into the thing that's hurting us. I don't want to be that way. I know you don't want to be that way. Those who took advantage don't need you to get revenge because God's blessing will be greater. I don't want to be equal with someone that's rude or takes advantage of us. Donnie and I don't want to get even with all the people that broke up with us. We got better now. We got better. In fact, I love, which is wrong, okay, my sin, when we go home with Rita and to see some of the speckled people that left behind. Think about, thank God God kept me from making our own mistakes. Thank God that God said, don't give up your future for your now just because you have an obsession now. <laughs> don't give up your blessing that's down the road. Even this morning, I remember I was calling Miss Rita, I was just driving and going ahead headed out of town. I was like, man, I just wrote her and said, man, I love you so much. And it's rough because you write her because then she thinks we need to have a texting no, I was, that was it, honey. That was it. She's still writing. Well, what you doing? Well, you know I'm driving. Okay? You know this. Okay. Where are you going? Well, so we went over this last night. So now I've gotten all out of I love you so much, too. Why did I even write you till I got to where I was going? In school, you got it. God is saving the best for you. But he ain't going to let you mess it up. Right? In Psalms 139, verse 13 and 14, you alone are created. This is the contemporary English-based version. You alone created my inner being. You knitted me together inside my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you because I have been um, so amazingly and miraculously made. Your works are miraculous. My soul is, is fully aware of this. Now, in the King James, it says you've been fearfully and wonderfully made. 
We know it that way. But the, I like this set amazingly. I'm ama you need to look in the mirror and quit picking out the spots you don't like about yourself and say, I'm amazingly made. I'm amazingly. God, God did this is amazing. God, you can't just put this together. Like a lot of comedians say, Adam came first because God had to practice. And then he got the woman right. But we was like guinea pigs. Whatever. I'm amazingly <laughs> and miraculously made. It is important to stick with where God has called us because his increase for us is there. You got to understand that God don't want you to go put yourself in position where you think you have the advantage. He wants you to know because you have him, you have the advantage. We cannot allow the greater outside option to speak louder than the inside eternal knowledge. Remain thankful for your speckles and stripes. If they won't take your speckles and stripes, they're surely denied the heights you showed up with. You were born with and watch God take what you have within to produce what you need. You do not need a bigger selection to be blessed. You don't. You don't need to go into a, a bigger crowd. You don't need to go into a bigger option. You've got the greatest option on the inside of you, and that's God. He's our great option. He's the great one. He's the one. That means I don't have to go hunt down things. I don't have to promote myself. God is going to bring what I need to me. If you're running a business, God will bring it to you. But you have to believe him to be your advantage and not you. Sometimes we try to get out there. Well, if I get around more of this and if I do this and I do that, hey, look, just trust God. He'll show you what to do. He didn't have, you don't hear Jacob going back to steal one of them male goats and one of them female goats because how are they going to have a baby? God says, go and rip out some branches. Give, them, give the goats a vision. <laughs> and when they mate, their eyes will see. I think that's, I think, <laughs> I think a lot of times we miss opportunity to teach others because we're waiting to hear something great in our own thinking when we already got something great in our own heart. And we want to hear this for the moment. No, just use what God's given you. Just use what God has given you. That's what's going to reach them. In 1 Corinthians uh, 1, 26 through 28, it says this, brothers and sisters, the Don Cornelius was not the first one to say that. Brothers and sisters, consider what you were when God called you to be Christian. You remember what you were when God called you to be a Christian? Remember what you used to be? Not many of you were wise <laughs> from human point of view. You weren't godly and you weren't smart. You were not in powerful positions or in the upper social classes. But God chose what the world considered nonsense to put wise people to shame. God chose what the world considered weak to put what is strong to shame. God chose what the world considered ordinary and what it despises, what is considered to be nothing in order to destroy what it considered to be something. Everything that the world thinks that you need God is saying, you don't need any of those things. All you need is him. All you need is him. I, got, I am living proof of that. There's nothing more terrifying. They said the number one fear in the world is public speaking. 
number one. Number two is death, which means people rather be in the coffin than doing the eulogy. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll, I got it. Rather do it. And, and nothing more fearful. I, I've been in times where they've basically set me up to fail because they, they got mad for what I charged them for me to speak. So they said, we're going to put him up there with the people who know the stuff, who wrote books about this stuff. And they put me up there against the diabetes council who wrote books about it. But what they didn't have was a daughter and a wife and a mother with it. What they didn't have was the wisdom in God and the spirit of God to know how to speak and pray over people that you love because, because they have it. There's another bloodline that's going to come through. They didn't have that. They weren't expecting me to come up with that. They showed statistics. I showed humanity. Every one of those speakers went to the people who hired us and asked us, why did y'all have us go after him? Why did y'all have us go after him? Why? So then they did this. This is cool, right? So we all do the main speech, and then we all have workshops. So I'm just going like, well, you know, this guy got this PhD. They need these CEs. They couldn't, we couldn't even get them. They couldn't even, we had to make a double. Because mine was about grief and loss. And they were going to talk about the ways to put your serums together. And how the statistics have shown that just a little bit of sugar can produce itself. I was talking about there are things that die in your life that are not funeral related. And there are things when that person's blood is that sick, you can't become as sick as they are. Somebody has to be well. It was wild. They had set me up to fail, but God caused me to increase. Exactly, okay? So you can't go in there going, I'm not smart. Some of y'all need to go on your jobs and ask for more money. Well, they know more than I do. I, no, they don't. They don't know how much you need. Tell them. Well, what do you bring to the table? Spirit. Greater is he that's within me than he that's within the world. I'm telling you, I've lived it. Flat lived it. And they were snobby, too. They wouldn't talk to me. One dude said, why you got that towel for? Because I'm going to sweat. You don't have a towel because you you know, you're not going to sweat. You, I mean, it's my towel. You can't borrow it either. I watched it, made sure he didn't steal it. Tell you that not to brag because I didn't have a clue of what I was doing. I tell you that because God wants us to do, God wants to use us. You can't be filled with stuff. You got to let God do the filling. Allow God to be the wisdom of the position he has put us in and the strength of faith we need to walk in victory. There are many Labans out there, right? Man, you, you, <laughs> but you guys, well, actually, I do know y'all. Y'all get tired of people not being nice. <laughs> just, there's some people just hustle just to hustle you. And all you're doing is doing them a favor. You're just trying to be nice. I'm just trying to be polite. I'm just trying to be. And they're just, they're always after something. We have a cousin like that. He don't say, let me hold something. Let me get that. He just saw you. He's, he, we, if we get to go there, if, if the party is on this weekend, we're going to, he'll, that's the first thing he'll say. Hey, man, let me give me some money. No, I'm not giving you money. Well, I ain't got no money. Okay, well, you still don't have any. 
Johanna, you got money? Yeah, I got it right here. Can I borrow it? No. Lord, no. When you leave me, you're going to be as broke, actually broken, because you'll be done wasted words. You're going to be dry, right? Because we know he's just not, he's not for the well-being. So we have to have discernment to know who to move out of our lives. Or they're going to steal from us. There are, there were, there are many laymans in the world today. They are constantly trying to put people at a disadvantage. But as a believer, there's no such thing as a disadvantage. Your child is not in school at a disadvantage. Quit telling them that. Pray over their mind. Speak the word over them. If they're sleeping, you stand and you, you speak over them. Say they got the ability to focus. You should be speaking focus over your child every single night. That the things are not going to get to them. And you know, you know what happens, right, with kids? They glaze over in class, right? It's not making sense. I may as well stare at the window. Now I'm afraid. I don't know anything. I'm scared. I don't want to ask and say anything because I've been sitting here all day and I still don't know. You just let them know they're going to have the ability to consume and deliver. Hear and deliver. Their minds are not going to be scrambled. Okay? And that's why at 810, you're bowing your head so we can get them home early. Amen? Let's pray. Come on. As your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, we want to love you with a godly love. You are praying and believing God. Here, if anybody in here is not saved, raise your hand now so we can pray over you. I think I know you, but I want to be sure. If you're in here and you're saying, you know, Pastor, you know, I've just been mistreated. We know it's happened to all of us. They're going to leave me to die. They're going to leave me to not have anything. Now I hear that Jacob heard from God on what to do, on how to get stronger and how to increase and how to be abundant. And it wasn't the way the world would say I needed to do. It wasn't the way that man would have done it naturally, but it is the way God would do it supernaturally. Father, we just receive together the wisdom of God, whether through dreams, through visions, whatever you've called us to do, we believe we receive it. That any part of our body that has become spots, speckled, hurt, or damaged, Father, you made us. You know our inner part. Come on, just receive every limb from the top of your head to the soles of your feet healed. Receive it well. Receive it blessed. Receive your mind restored. Receive it right now. We know the finances. We know people you've done work for have left you for dead. We call all the checks in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Father, we got devourers that need to be rebuked. We got things. We need need an uncommon favor over taxes uncommon favor over debt Lord Jesus that you show us the right way and even these things that may have been our mistakes we repent but Lord we need a supernatural breakthrough Father God to be overcoming in these areas of our lives and Lord we're going to trust you we believe we've got the advantage in you that all things work together for the good of those who love God we love you God we love you with all of our heart soul, mind, and body, but we stand in the field having worked all this time and still someone trying to mistreat us, but we take 
the poplar tree and we take the flame and we take the branches and we begin to scrape and show them strife and we begin to put them in front of our situation and we begin to put them in front of our circumstances and say birth this birth this we put the word in front of our circumstances and we speak philippians 4:19 you shall supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory we put our children in front of the, the scriptures and say that they're going to give birth to a sound mind, to a mind that's focused and sold out and in order and sound by the very presence of God. We come against that whole spirit of anxiety in any shape, form, or fashion that it'll be removed because our God has given us the advantage. If their teacher rejects them, Lord, our children are going to say, my God is going to show me how to be the advantage. I don't have to get even with an adult. I've got a God on my side that's able to teach me and show me the ways. Lord, we receive it tonight together. We declare the very will and the purpose and the plan of God to be completely overwhelming in our lives we thank you for it, Lord Jesus thank you that we didn't go back and get even with those people thank you that you are the advantage and we receive it tonight in Jesus name everybody say amen amen if y'all